Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Opinions. Pop Opinions. Episode. 103. I was going to try to do a rhyme, but I couldn't. I like how you play that game where you are not, you don't really tell me when you're pressing the button of like when we're recording. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping one day I just get you caught in the middle. Of, I don't want to like get canceled, but just like caught in the middle of saying something because right before you were saying panic. I know. I don't say anything that I'd be canceled. No. I try not to anyway, but I could be silly. Very silly. Sometimes I'm being silly. That's true. So I could be like, because you were like, I don't have my watch. I was like, oh, panic. You have to panic. And I- then and then right as I finish the k- sound, you press the button. I do. I like playing that game. I also sometimes, I used to do it with my friends when we would record podcasts where I'd start recording and I wouldn't tell anyone. Oh. So for like five minutes, we would just be talking. I love that though. No one would be talking into the mics, but like oh, okay, it yeah. would pick up some of the audio. Yeah. Well, since we don't have the episode thing as an our gimmick anymore, because we know what they are because we plan ahead now. Yeah. Like we have like 10 planned or whatever. So like we know what they are. I know what episode it is. So this could be our new gimmick. This is me trying to like fake you out. Yeah. I'll just like. I'm just always ready. Welcome back. And then I was going to do it. I was going to do, welcome back. Do you say welcome back too? No, you, I say pop opinions. Oh. Don't we? I feel like you do say welcome back. Oh, I repeat it? I feel like you do repeat. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like it's welcome <laughs> back, welcome back to pop opinions, pop opinions. I think I just say pop opinions. Do I? Or do I just repeat you? I don't know. I've never thought about it. Oh my our god, intro that's this. so weird. This is a very meta conversation. We just like do it and we We're have no idea what's happening. Talking about our podcast while recording <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> We're so narcissist. Anyways. Uh, how are you doing one day after recording the last one? I know. I'm okay. I mean it's you know, week one, technically week two, is done by the time this airs. Oh. Um so you want to talk about the Bills Rams game? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, RIP to our queen. Yes, that was very sad to hear. On the eighth, she has passed away at ninety six. Six. I mean, a nice full life, a great, you know, she was really greatly. I love hearing like all the people talking though, and just like every single person says how funny she was. So you know how like, you know. If, like, multiple people are saying it, you know it must be true. Like, she got a little feistiness to her, and I really liked her. So, it was sad, and it'll be interesting to see how things go forward. So, yeah. So, there's going to be, like, 12 days of mourning or something, and then a big funeral. And, yeah. So, that wasn't a great, you know. No. It doesn't really mean much for us outside of, like, that she was our head of state. but. Yeah, it's just one of those, like, she was just a strong lady who, like, reigned the monarch for so long that it's just, it's just one of those, like, it's like when Betty White died, right? We're all like, yeah, well, like, I mean, she was 99, but it still is, like, that's sad, mm-hmm. you know? It is. Yeah. Anyways, how are you doing? I'm good. I, I'll say it too. R.I.P. Lizzie. Okay. She was great. Yeah. Lilibet. That's what her nickname is. Lilibet? Yeah, that's why. That just sounds like you're saying her name. I don't know. That was her nickname, and that's why Prince Harry and Meghan Markle called their kid Lilibet, but they call her Lily. Yeah. Yeah. Even though they're, like, not... This is also a time when people are going to now start talking about the royal family and how it is kind of weird that there's, like, a monarchy. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it is weird when you think about it. It's totally weird. Because it's also just... kind of fascinating, too. Yeah. 
Because then people are talking, who, who's next in line? What happens with this, with that? Well, it's Charles, unfortunately. But I think they should just skip over. I think it should be William. I think we should, like... Like, he's 73. Like, let's, like, he, how long is he going to actually do it for? Like, if you give it to William now, you know, then he could reign for a long time. And I like him and Kate, and I just think maybe they would bring some modern day influences. Yeah. It needs a little, it needs a little refresh. Yeah, I bet they could probably hold off the White Walkers. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> build, build a wall. Build a wall. I know. Uh, today. Today. We've got our IMCs. Couple- They're just fun movies, these C- ones, right? Couples Retreat, and this is the end. Yeah. And then we have an either-or Rotten Tomato score game. Yeah, which I think will be pretty. There's two movies. You have to guess which one has the higher. I did higher. I did higher. Be funny. Which one's lower? Which <laughs> movie do people hate more? Armageddon. <laughs> oh, Armageddon makes an appearance. But I already know what it is. Yeah, but you don't know what the other one is. Fine. I know, but... <laughs> that day you're like how what do you think armageddon i don't know like 78 and you're like 38 great okay very very close what was the audience score though probably in the 70s yeah all right rock paper scissors it rock Rock, paper paper, scissors shoot rock Rock, paper paper, scissors shoot damn i was was, yeah you were gonna hit my i did scissors he did rock back to back um, I will go first. Okay. I feel like I don't go first a lot. Okay. Well, you do whatever makes you feel good. You know, sometimes I take longer. But uh, my movie is 2009's Couples Retreat, directed by Peter Billingsley. Oh, okay. Cool. Sounds very fancy. Uh, Fun. So it's about uh, four couples who travel to a tropical island resort. While one couple is there to work on their marriage, the other tree treat it as a vacation until they discover they must participate in group therapy. Yes. So we've got Vince Vaughn, Jason Bateman, John Favreau, Kristen Davis, Malin Ackerman, Kristen Bell, Faison? Faison? Yeah. Um, so a lot of good people. The couples, I do have do have some opinions. I know. I can't wait to hear this. You told me this, and I was like, I can't wait to hear what couple you didn't particularly like. Yeah, I did... Um, I did enjoy the movie, just in general. Like, um, it's just a silly, fun movie. Yeah. Not something you're going to be, like, super attached to, right? No, not some groundbreaking film. No. So we open with Vince Vaughn and Malin Ackerman. They're a couple. Their kid pees the bed. I feel like that just... It felt yeah. like it was going to be something. It does mean a little something, but it's just a joke. Um, so then they're picking, like, tile and doorknobs, and this is a very, like... They're just giving you seeds of, like, relationship kind of stuff. Um, uh, so phase in love plays Shane. I'm just gonna call him Shane cause it's going to be easier. Yeah. Uh, Shane's buying a motorcycle. He calls Vince Vaughn. He's like, yeah, I need you to co-sign cause you know, I'm not with my wife anymore. Like slowly revealing some story. She, he has a 20 year old girlfriend mm-hmm. who calls Plus him daddy. daddy. Yeah. Like just daddy a lot. And then people are staring. There's a lot of like confuse, confusing. Mm-hmm. It's weird that mm-hmm. it's then cause she's, he's saying like baby, but then. That could be daughter or yeah, because he's also they're separate enough in age that he could have had her when he was very young. Totally, yeah. Um, so Kristen Bell and Jason Bateman, they're a couple. They're talking. They're trying to book a meeting with their friends. Yeah, because they have this PowerPoint during a kid's birthday party. But right? even before, they're just calling, oh, okay. being like, "Oh, when can we schedule this meeting?" And John Favreau's just like, 
drinking somewhere and he's like, yeah, no, I can't make it. And Jason Bateman's like, we haven't even said, said, it, the said day. when yet. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, nope, I can't. Um, so then when the Vince Vaughn and Bill Ackerman are like picking the tile, the kid is peeing in like a fake toilet. Yeah. That later, he let, he later poops in it. Mm-hmm. That's just, we. Well, I'll tie up that storyline right there. The kid pees and fake, pees and poops and fake toilets. Yes. Um, they keep talking about another PowerPoint that Jason Bateman had about ball cancer. <laughs> yeah. Because, but they keep just calling it ball cancer. And <laughs> yeah. Jason Bateman's like, you know, that PowerPoint saved my life. And he's like, and then later they bring it up and he's like, no, it, the video isn't on testicular cancer. <laughs> right. They just keep calling it ball, ball cancer. cancer. Uh, so they have a PowerPoint on why, how the possibility of them getting divorced Yes, and how they're unhappy and they have like a timeline of their relationship mm-hmm. and, you know, they're not happy now because they can't have, like, they're just having, uh, trouble having kids. Like, yeah. Yeah. Procreating. Um, but then there's this group rate, uh, on this place where they can work on the relationship and they're telling them, you know, like here's all the information about it and then they call it couple skill building Mm -hmm. which everyone's like well i don't want to do that and they're like oh you don't have to participate and i immediately wrote that down because i'm like yeah they're gonna have to participate yeah because why would you make a movie where just one couple is and the other ones are off gallivanting yeah nah um jason bateman goes to vince vaughn's house to try to get an answer he's because he they do this powerpoint presentation and he's like, we need to know by midnight. Mm-hmm. So then he tries to break into his house, sets off his alarm. Vince Vaughn like has a gun, yeah. like ready to shoot him. Yeah. And he's like, I could have blown your head off. And Jason Bateman says something along the lines of like, do you see what that says about you? <laughs> like just kind of turns it on him for yeah. even though he's breaking into his Gaslight. house. <laughs> Gaslight. Gaslight. Um, so Vince Vaughn and Mount Ackerman, they have two kids and they're like, oh, we can't go because of them. But they're listening to the conversation. So they're like, no, we called grandpa. He's on his way. He's going to watch us. So yeah. You can go. They don't explain any other couple. Like, right. Why they can or cannot go. Like John Favreau and Kristen Davis have like a teenage daughter. They don't explain that. So everyone's just on this trip. Yeah. Isn't she going off to college or no, she is in high school. You're She's right. In high school for like a couple but more months. But they're high school sweethearts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sweetheart is a yeah. I know that's it. yeah. So yeah, they get to like they get to this place, and John Favreau immediately just wants to cheat on his wife. There's like these girls from San Diego like cheerleading thing, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, where are you guys going? Like, I want to hang out with you guys." I'll let you know now. That's the relationship that, that I just, just don't understand. Right? Yeah. Because John Favreau and Kristen Davis, they uh, conceived their child on prom night. Yeah. So then they got married early. So I think they've just been together for so long that they've slowly become unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, there, there's no TV at this resort. Yeah. To which Vince Vaughn immediately says, but it's playoffs. But it's playoffs. So it's football playoffs. Yeah. It's the playoffs. And I was like, yeah, no, this makes sense. Why? I don't. Why yeah. are they not? TVs? It's not. It's not funny. Right. Yeah, That's not funny. Did you feel like anxiety for him? Yes. It's the, yeah. you can't miss the playoffs. What about the playoffs? It was the, it was the first game of the year last night. And I was excited. <laughs> I almost cried. <laughs> uh, I really wish I was kidding. Uh, the, um, so uh Shane Faze in Love brings his twenty year old girlfriend who when they're sitting down, so it's this like all inclusive like resort and they're like sitting there having dinner and she starts making comments about like I used to work at Red Lobster, so like I know like all the 
like Mexican or Latin, Latino, Latina, yeah. like people that are making the food and it doesn't make a difference. And Kristen Bell's like, well, you know, I am one twelfth Latina mm-hmm. and you know, I find that quite offensive. My people. Doesn't she say something about my pe- Oh, no, maybe it's not. Anyways. Um. So instead of getting tips, which I swear the guy, I didn't write down his name, but he looks like Jude Law. Yeah. Like the main guy or the like that runs the resort. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like about. Jude Law, but I, I didn't write down his name. Uh, they don't t- accept tips, mm-hmm. just smiles. Right. Yeah, well, that's nice. That sounds awful. <laughs> um, so they find out. So Eden West is for couples therapy. Mm-hmm. Is the Eden is this place that they're at. Eden East is for the single people where they and go to party. Party. Oh, and so he's like, oh, what's Eden West for? And he's like building uh, relationships or couple skill building. He says something like that. And they're like, oh, what about Eden East? He's like, sex. Yeah. So they're all like, okay. We want to be over there. I would like to be on that. Please. So they do discover that participation is mandatory in order to stay. And it's like 6 a.m. or yep. something, right? Yep. 6 a.m. therapy, bright and early. Um, they have to like strip immediately mm-hmm. just to, I don't know. They had some explanation of it. Uh, but Shane doesn't have any underwear, so yeah. he just has to bear bear it all. Yeah, because yeah, they still had their bra and underwear on, but it was meant to like be vulnerable or yeah. whatever, right? But he didn't have any drawers, as no. he said. No, I have no drawers. So he's naked, and then everybody, Vince Vaughn just kind of like, is his penis, is it just like out? And everyone's like, yeah. Because <laughs> like, in that situation, it was, it's, I don't know if it was like meant to be a big deal, but it is true that like, you would look. Yeah. It's just like, oh, well, it's Well, because there. it'd be like, is it really out or yeah. what? You gotta. Right? You need the proof. Um, Vince Vaughn, his job is making Guitar Hero. Okay. Which I thought was really cool. I wrote it down because I'm like, oh, that's kind of fun. Guitar Hero, it's 2009. It does actually come back to play later in the movie. Um, so we're discovering a lot more issues with relationships. Like Vince Vaughn and Malin Ackerman think everything's fine. Like yeah. the relationship's fine, but they slowly realize like, Vince Vaughn's kind of shutting her out and like he goes to work and then just like doesn't want to talk about anything. Yeah. Um. So Krista Davis, yeah, and John Favreau are like basically stuck together because they have a... But they have that plan of like, well, we're just waiting until she goes to college or something. They say something like that, I think, in it. And they're Probably. just like... They're just like, oh, well, let's just do this. And they're kind of nasty to each other. Yeah. Uh, Jason Payton wants a numerical value of like how their relationship <laughs> is. He's like, well, have you seen people worse than us? And he's like, well, you know, I can't really say. And he's like, okay, if you were to put a number on it, <laughs> yeah. how bad or But good I love are that we? they're the same. Yes. Like they're kind of like they love this PowerPoint. Like they're Calculated. almost the same like people, which was, I don't know, it's kind of funny to see, right? Mm-hmm. Um. John Favreau almost starts pleasuring himself mm-hmm. and like a guy walks in with room service mm-hmm. and then he has to play this whole like, oh, I was putting this lotion on my chest so that I could because I got a sunburn and the guy just like won't say anything. He's just kind of like, OK, yeah. Okay. And he just kind of like slowly, slowly backs out. Um, there's this shark scene and the CGI on it is just really bad. I know, but it's so funny when with Vince Vaughn. Like he, I was just he, thinking that he is so funny. He gets he gets attacked by a shark. Yeah, which he just gets circled and then swims away. <laughs> yeah, and then he's away from the sharks and he's just screaming like, "Go on without no, me! Yeah, like I'm not no. gonna make it!" And, and they're like, like, "They're you can just swim over. You're, yeah, you're good. You're good." Um, 
again, Kristen Davis and John Favreau, they have this massage where he he pops a boner. She like is so happy about getting like felt up by not like it that way, but just getting massaged. Yeah, yeah. They're they both want something extra from their masseuse. Yes, yeah. Um then we have like the yoga scene where this like yoga instructor is very inappropriate and mm. is like it's a lot of sexual emotions and mm. then he's like oh okay i'll play the role of your husband to some people and then it's like stretching and, and he's just focusing on the women and he's just like stretching them out yeah very just weird uh so jane's girlfriend trudy disappears everyone's like well she's gonna go to the party side because she doesn't want to work on this relationship stuff she's 20 years old so we have to go find her uh jason well it's kind of weird because Jason Bateman's name in the movie is Jason. Right. So he's just like suffocating everyone. They're canoeing and he's telling Kristen about what to do. And she's like, I can't do this anymore. Like, cause she's sitting in front. She, he's like, you have to paddle on the opposite side of me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, how am I supposed to know what the opposite side is if I'm looking forward? So mm-hmm. she just like jumps out of the canoe and he's just pissed everyone off. Um, the, so then we split up girls and boys the the guys uh try to find the other side of the island and they walk through to like the not the servants but like the employee quarters yeah and they meet the um the guy that looks like jude law who's playing guitar hero yeah and they decide to have a guitar hero battle totally so either they're gonna get in trouble and probably get kicked off the island or he's gonna forget they saw him he's or vince vaughn offers him like money if he wins as well yeah but they have this guitar hero battle it's pretty cool um the girls then find the yoga instructor who's like skinny dipping Mm -hmm. but then put something on and like they start drinking together right he has this like bottle of island rum and kristen bell and kristen davis are all over it malin ackerman's like well you know we should probably just like go back like yeah um all of them end up on the single side at this huge party and that's kind of the it until we get the ending and resolutions to the relationships relationships. yeah yeah no i mean i like i think it started out pretty strong and then it kind of like most comedies to me they tail off it tails off and it has that lull or whatever it gets silly so that definitely has that but there's some funny moments Mm -hmm. cool uh liked yes no yeah it's okay yeah yeah, it wasn't incredible but i'm glad i watched it okay good I watched uh, This is the End. It's from 2013. Uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are the writers and directors, right? Seth, uh, Seth Rogen directed it. But I think Seth and Evan wrote it. And they're like writing partners. For yeah, life. they do everything together. So this stars... Uh, first, I just want to say on Rotten Tomatoes, it was given 83 but the audience score was 71. And I was like, that is so funny. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen it that way. Where well, it audience, just, where the, like, the review, or like Rotten Tomatoes is higher than the audience score. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it usually seems to be the other way, but that's fine. So it's huge stack cast, um, all playing themselves, or a version of themselves, if mm-hmm. you want to say. So it's Seth Rogen, James Franco, Jonah Hill, Michael Sarah, uh, Jay Baruchel. Baruchel. I had it today and then I lost it. Danny McBride, Emma Watson, Craig Robinson, Channing Tatum, Rihanna, Mindy Kaling. So that's kind of like the bulk of them. Yeah. Michael Sarah. I said him. I did say Michael. Yeah. 
Michael Sarah. Okay, so in Hollywood, actor James Franco is throwing a party with full of celebrities, which are the people I just named. Um, suddenly, an apocalypse of biblical proportions mm-hmm. erupts. Carnage among Tinseltown elite. And trapping six friends in Franco's house... As the world they knew disintegrates outside, cabin fever and dwindling supplies threaten to tear the six friends apart. Wow, this sounds like a real, like, entertaining movie. Um, Yeah. <laughs> As I was watching it, Dad came in. He's like, why are you watching this? Because this isn't generally the type of humor I enjoy. Yes. But I was like, I'm trying to keep an open mind. And I did get a few positives out of it. The positives <laughs> I got out of it were... What a fun movie for these group of friends to make together. Mm -hmm. That would be so fun. Like, yeah, you can make some serious Hollywood movie, but they just made this silly party movie and then it's the apocalypse and how they try and survive. Second, I love Danny McBride. Okay, so I will watch him in anything and I think he's magic. So I was I just think he's so funny. If you haven't watched Righteous Gemstones, I highly recommend that show. Um, he's just funny to me. He's just, he's like a Vince Vaughn, different kind of humor, but like, it just doesn't matter what he does. Like, I just find him funny if he's just on this screen. So it starts out with say Seth and Jay go walk to 7-Eleven to buy smokes. So Jay has in town to see Seth and he's like, let's go to James Franco's house. Actually, he calls him just Franco. Let's go to Franco's house. And he's like, Jay's like, I don't want to. He's like, it's going to be a really big party. And he's like, I just came into town to see you. And he convinces Jay to go to this party. So they go to the party. Halfway through, Jay is upset. And so they were like, let's walk to 7-Eleven and get smokes. And then suddenly the ground starts shaking. And people are being, um, there's blue lights. And they're being like, like, what is it? Like up in the air. Like they're being lifted like in the air. Beamed up. Beam, beam me up, Scotty. Um, so, oh. They're being teleported. That's what I put, but I don't know. If that... So anyways, they go back to the party because they're just like, well, that was so crazy. And um, n- nothing has happened there. Like everyone is normal. They're like, oh my God, did you, what happened? And everyone, excuse me, in the party is like, nothing happened here. Then the ground shakes mm-hmm. at the party and Hollywood is up in smoke. There's like this huge giant sinkhole where we lose a lot of celebrities except for the six main that are in the house. Yeah. But we, or we think anyways, Wasn't Jay that, almost dies, yeah. but he gets up and then Doesn't Michael Sarah fall in. Yeah. He, no, he gets impaled oh, yeah. by a, like a light or something like a light, like a, one of the big lights or something. He gets impaled. Um, Cause yeah, Michael Sarah is hilarious in this movie. Cause he plays this like way over the top. Like he's doing a bunch of drugs and is like, Oh yeah. Aggressive. No, it's, Oh, they're all like, it's just like, that's what I mean. They're playing themselves, but it's like, hopefully a little dramatized. Well, I, I can't imagine Michael Sarah is really like that. Yeah. So the six boys go in the house and then they start gathering their resources. And, it's just ensues from there, like just silliness. Like, you know, there's aliens, there's an exorcism scene yes, with great, Jonah Hill. Great exorcism scene. There's a chase with a very large angry demon. Yeah. There's Emma Watson comes in, which is maybe my favorite part because she comes back. Yeah. We think she's dead. She comes back in the house. So she's in a room and they're all standing outside talking about how they don't want her to feel like she's going to get raped by these six guys. But the way they're speaking, it makes it sound like they're They're, going to. They're planning to. They're planning to. Like that's all she can hear is like, 
well, I don't want to make her uncomfortable. And I, you know, whatever. And they're talking in the whole time. So anyway, she comes out with an axe. It's just, um, it's craziness. I don't know. Like there's nothing, I don't know what to say about it. It's rude. It's raunchy. It's over the top. It's yeah. If you like that kind of stuff, this is a great movie for you. I'm glad I watched it though. Cause I think it's good for me to be outside my comfort. I would never have watched this on my own. Cause I don't like kind of that silly, but I do like the people in it. So that kind of helped. Like I love Jonah Hill. I love, right. Like again, Danny McBride, he kind of just appears at one point. Craig Robertson, Robinson from the office. Like you have some really great characters, especially the characters they play. Cause this movie is really Jay Baruchel is the hero of the story in the sense of like everyone else is just a jerk to him like no one else likes him yeah like jonah hill is jonah hill's nice to him it's not but he's like fake fake nice nice. yeah and he's like oh i love jay and stuff yeah Yeah. and i just i love the the characters that they built of like yeah it's them but like it's it's not really them yeah there's a great ending uh i don't want to say what happens in the end but there is a great musical number so you know with maybe an old uh boy band that used to be around so that was that was actually pretty funny to Mm. me like I was like oh it's pretty funny so yeah no it's I don't know I don't have anything else to say about it that's okay yeah okay all right our either or rotten tomato score let's see if you remember today how many to do 15 15 that is right (laughs) I did it uh does do you want to start do you want me to start whatever you won the I did uh you go or you pick, I mean. You go first. Okay. This one is called Brie Larson. Oh, I didn't I didn't really come up with themes. I don't uh, it's okay. I'll just make up themes. Yeah. Um short term twelve and room. Um I don't know what short term twelve is. I thought I made you watch it. Yeah, it's the one where she's in the foster family or she's in the with the kids and the it was like one of the very first movies I thought I made you watch. She's in um Catlin or Caitlin Dior Dever is in it. You've never watched this movie? I don't think so. It doesn't <gasps> look familiar. Oh my god. I totally thought I had made you watch this movie. That is so crazy. Like maybe I did, but I it doesn't like look familiar. Like Remy and you have Malik. a pretty good m- memory. So they work in like um like what is it? It's not foster care fa- like a like a home for I don't know, kids that need it. Yeah. Like I don't know what they call it there, but uh, I I'm so sorry. I, then okay. that's not fair. Yeah. Um that uh, that needs to be wow. That needs to be rectified immediately. I cannot believe that. I really thought that was one of the very first movies I made you watch. I mean, I could go back and check. Well, I'm going to check after, but Okay. Um I I guess I'll go with that one with yeah. short term 12. Yep. What is what, what is room? Room is with Jacob Trombley. No, no, no. Sorry. What was oh, the score? The score is 93% and short term 12 is 98. Yeah. Wow. No, it is like an excellent movie. It's an indie movie. It's one of those like I cannot believe like we have a thing, a theme coming up. I think it's the next episode of like what movie is underrated. It would 100% be in the running. Like I'm not saying for sure it would make it, but it would be one of the ones I would think of. So, wow. Okay. Um, the first one. Okay. Apocalyptic-ish movie. Okay. Maze Runner. Okay. Or the first Hunger Games. Ooh. I think I'm going to go, um, 
Hunger Games. That would be right. Hunger Games 84. Maze Runner 65. Oh, wow. Surprisingly low. That is pretty low. I actually enjoyed the first one. I don't know if I saw any after that. Yeah, I did. I, th- I thought I was like, I got it. There's, I, there's a maze. They're running. They got it. There's just a whole bunch of boys that are Eyebrow like, kid. Lord of the Flies. The, boy the Millers. <laughs> okay, this is my John Favreau. Chef or Swingers? I don't care if I'm wrong. I'm picking Chef. Okay, well, this one was the Turk one because they're tied. Oh. Ah. <laughs> that's not fair. Yes, it is. I still gave it to you. Okay. I think that's the only one that I have that was tied. To be fair, I actually almost did that. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, but... Well, I was like, what are the chances that two John Favreau movies are that, like, close... They're that tied? But 87 is good, I feel. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good number. Because I wrote down... I wrote down the two movies. I'm like, oh, I'll check the score. And I'm like, oh, they're the exact same. Yeah. And it's this one. It is... Uh, well, I changed it now, but... Oh, okay. It's the uh, mob mafia... I love that you're trying to make themes now because I did. Uh, the Departed. Okay. Or Goodfellas. Oh, shit. Huh. I f- feel like they're going to be pretty close, but I think I'm going to go Goodfellas. You'd be right. 96 to 90. Oh, okay. That's actually more of a, more like a, a farther apart than I thought. I thought it would be like maybe one or two apart. And originally I was like, oh, Godfather Part 2 versus Goodfellas. That's great. Both have 96 oh. tomato and 97 audience score. Wow. Okay. This is my Kate Hudson, Matthew McConaughey section. It's How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days or Fool's Gold. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yeah. It. Do you know what it has though? 66. 42. Wow. But the audience score is 77. Okay. And Fool's Gold was 11. Percent? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was just watching it the other day, too. I was like, I was in the mood for that. I guess I like stupid movies. I think I just realized that I did put themes, but I just didn't put titles on them. Oh, okay. Because this next one, it's our Spider-Man. <gasps> okay. Spider-Man Spider-Man's. Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. Or Spider-Man No Way Home. No Way Home is the most recent, right? Yeah. yeah. Not like that. No, I did. I'm going to say Into the Spider-Verse. And you'd be right. 97 nice. to 93. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So That was a kick-ass movie. I loved that movie. Okay, this is my 80s movies. Breakfast Club or Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Okay, probably like the two most iconic movies of the 80s. I'm going to say Ferris Bueller. And you would be wrong, Mm. which you're going to be. I was pretty shocked when I read this. Okay, Breakfast Club 89, Ferris Bueller 81. That is low. That's low. For Ferris Bueller, that's the easiest movie you can just put on and watch. Totally. You can put it on at any point. You're, yeah. It's not like you're going to get confused by the storyline. Not that <laughs> Breakfast Club is that confusing, but. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just such a fun movie. I think the Breakfast Breakfast Club has a little bit more of a, it can be a little darker. Like, you know, some of the reasons why they're in detention is it has a bit of a darker tone. Really? Well, the one guy was had a flare gun because he was going to kill himself with a flare gun. So then they are laughing at him. One oh, guy yeah. bullies the other, another guy, and taped his buck cheeks together. 
It's good old fashioned boy fun. And then the other guy, like Judd Nelson's character, is like basically it's like cigarette scars on him from his stepdad, and it's just like you know, kind of the. Yeah. Then the other girl's like loner. Like it has a darker yeah. underneath a little bit of a tone. And it, like Ferris Bueller is just, it's just fun. Yeah. Like I just have a day off and we're just goofing around. Right. Yeah. All right. Our next one. Okay. It's a good book versus a good movie. Okay. Armageddon or <laughs> Where the Crawdads Sing. Oh, okay. I don't think Where the Crawdads did very well. But I still, because I know Armageddon is 38, I still feel like it has to be where the crowd sing. And you would be wrong. Armageddon, 37. So just Okay. Where the crowd sing, 34. Get out. We're just about to watch it tonight. I'm not. No, I know you're not. It's girls, a gr- girls, girls night. night. Girls night. I'm at work, so. Oh, did you want us to wait for you, though? No, it's okay. We're watching Bullet Train tomorrow. Are you sure? Because we can wait for you. No. I haven't read the book yet. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm on chapter one. <laughs> Page one. Uh, no, I haven't Where got, the crawdads sing. <laughs> I haven't gotten past the author. Okay. Having trouble um, with that one. We're going to have some action. Okay. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Mm-hmm, my favorite one. Born Ultimatum. Um, Born movies kind of combine in my head a bit. Oh, I'll go with Born Ultimatum. You'd be wrong. Uh-huh. But Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, 93. Yep. The Born Ultimatum, 92. Ah, uh, okay. I know. You're, it was so close, right. eh? Mission, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol is my personal choice. I just try yeah. to... I know, I know. Go against the grain. All right, Christopher Nolan. Okay. Interstellar. <sighs> yes. Or Inception. What? I mean, I know my personal favorite is Interstellar, but would other people like Inception better? No, I have to go Interstellar. And this is another shocker here. Interstellar 73. <gasps> Inception. Uh, shock. 87. Uh, shock. I'm shocked. Interstellar should like is a 90. It is a How 95, you- 96. Like that is ridiculous. You know why? Because people don't understand it because they're dumb. <laughs> Not that I really understood it either, but no, I understood it. Once they explain everything to you. Yeah. <laughs> Once, Once they it is spoon fed, fed to yeah. me, I totally understood it. As if anybody else figured that out. Books moving. <laughs> this one is my Adam Sandler. Uncut Gems. Hustle. Uncut Gems. Hustle is great, but Uncut Gems. Hustles wins. Wow. 93%. Uncut Gems, 91 I uh oh you went on a good you got three right now you've gotten three wrong okay well let's see if you get this one right then you'll be on the same streak <laughs> I was just saying miracle okay or remember the titans ooh, 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 ooh. for me I would pick remember the titans as a movie I enjoyed more miracle's pretty great though ooh. Both true stories? Remember the Titans a true story? Yeah. I think I'm going to go remember the Titans. Three oh. and three. <laughs> Miracle 81, which seems low. It does seem a little low. Especially that remember the Titans 72. Get out. Who are these Rotten Tomato people? Ridiculous. I want to call them up. 
you can do that. Okay, this one is my kids animated section. Okay. Frozen. Yeah. Shrek. Just just Shrek. Mm. Again, I don't care if I'm wrong. Shrek is the better movie. Frozen, 90%. Shrek, 88. That's dumb. That's just that's just wrong. I know, right? I was like, wow. That's crazy. All right, we got another I got another football theme here. Okay. Friday Night Lights. Okay. Or Friday Night Lights. The what? movie or the show. Oh, look at you. Curveball. Well, I'm going to go the TV show. You would be right. Yeah. Friday Night sure. Lights, the movie, 82. Wow. Friday Night Lights, the show, 97. I was going to say it better be in the 90s and it better be high 90s. So that, okay, maybe Rotten Tomatoes is redeeming itself. If it was at 33%, would you be okay with that? Because it's Tim Reagan's. Timmy. I like how last night you were watching and I just like slowly walk by. Yeah. He's on the screen. He's so cute. Okay. Um, this is my um, Will Smith, Martin Lawrence section. Bad Boys, mm-hmm. which is the first one, or Bad Boys for Life. Oh, God. <laughs> it's in, I, please. Please be Bad Boys. If it's Bad Boys for Life. Bad Boys, oh. 42%. <laughs> 42. That's... Bad Boys for Life, 76. Isn't that terrible? That's awful. Like, I know Bad Boys 2 is also good, but, like, that is that is really bad. Yeah, I know. All right. Okay. Ch- Channing Tatum, Jonah Hill. Okay. We know them for two great movies yep. that you've watched. Yes. 21 Jump Street uh-huh. or 22 Jump uh-huh. Street. I like them for so so many different reasons. They do a good job of like, even though it's the same story and they keep acknowledging it's the same story, yeah. it is different. It is, yeah. I think I'm going to go with 21 Jump Street, though. You would be right. 21 Jump Street, 85. 22 Jump Street, 84. Wow. I think that's deserving. Okay, but you're telling me that 21 Jump Street is a better movie than Interstellar? I feel like it's you get different things out of it. Wow. That's crazy to me, though. It's almost like the Oscars where they don't, like, you just, yeah, if you could just compare Interstellar to 21 Drum Street, Interstellar is the better movie, but yeah. maybe as I wonder a comedy, if, it's better than... I wonder if um, Rotten Tomatoes, if it ever changes. I guess it doesn't, eh? Like, maybe the audience score can change, but then maybe the number itself stays the same? I guess it depends, like, what kind of writers they let Yeah. vote and score. Okay, this is my Daniel Craig section. Knives Out or Skyfall? Hmm. I feel like I'm just keep I keep picking the better movie and I get it wrong, but I'm I'm gonna go with Knives Out. Yes, you're all right. Okay. It's ninety seven percent and Skyfall ninety two. Skyfall, yeah. I'd say Skyfall was, was worth that. Yeah. Um I have where the bad guy wins. Oh, okay. Infinity War. Yes. Or the Empire Strikes Back. Ooh. Spoiler alert. Uh-oh. You haven't seen those. Don't tell. Um, like, it's so funny because my gut is saying one thing and then my head is kind of saying another. So I think I'm going to go Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back, 94. Mm-hmm. Infinity War, 85. Oh, okay. Well, it's a little low. Um, this is my uh, Charlie's Angels section. <laughs> So Charlie's Angels from 2000. Yeah. That's the one with like Drew Barrymore, right? Cameron Diaz, Lucy, Lucy Liu. Liu. Okay. So from, 
Yeah, that or the Charlie's Angels that Elizabeth Banks did in 2019. With like Kristen Stewart and yeah. Naomi yep. Harris? No. No. Naomi. No. Naomi something. It is Naomi something. Oh, God. I'll, I'll go with the original. Yes. Okay. They got 68 and the new one got 52. <laughs> wow. I've got movie movie of the summer question mark. Okay. Bullet train. Yes. Or Thor Love and Thunder. Hmm. I think I'm gonna go bullet train. Bullet train fifty four. <gasps> Thor Love and Thunder sixty five. Wow. People seem to like bullet train. That's funny. Um, okay, this is my Adam McKay section do you have adam mckay um i do i hope it's not the same two movies because that would be very funny the big short yep or vice okay i have a different one okay um the big short's the better movie it should have the higher score yes big short has 89 vice is 65 i'll do i'll, I'll do my adam mckay now okay. too. okay all right so i also have the big short okay or the other guys which one's that? Oh, I, the one with Will Ferrell? Yeah, and okay. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. I'm going to go with the big short. Yeah. Yeah. Big short, 89. The other guy, 78. Oh, that's not bad. Still better than Interstellar. Interesting. Um. Okay, this is my, again, kind of 80s movie. Uh. Yeah, 80s movies. So, Ghostbusters from 1984. Mm-hmm. Adventures in Babysitting. Uh, I've never seen Adventures in Babysitting. Okay. I've seen like spoof parody, like animated TV episodes of it. So I, I'll go Adventures in Babysitting. No. Ghostbusters, 97%. Adventures in Babysitting, 70%. Hmm. Yeah. Tried to go with the underdog there. I know. Um, this one, you know what? I, I don't have a theme for this one. Okay. That's okay. Jaws. Okay. Or Get Out. Hmm. I am going to go with Get Out. Get Out. Or actually, no. Jaws, 97. Get Out. 98. Get Out got 98? Hey, you said Get Out. Ah. Uh, 98. Wow. That is so close. I never would have guessed Jaws was that high. Um, This is my Red Dawn. So either Red Dawn <laughs> from 1984. Red Dawn or Red Dawn. Or Red Dawn from 2012. Oh, is that old? Yeah, right? 10 years old now already. Um, uh, Curveball. I'll go with the newer one. No. Yeah, I'm Listen, not doing good at this. Red Dawn, the original, 50%. Red Dawn from 2012, 15%. One, five. Wow. I was like, what? No. We actually liked it. Yeah, clearly, I like, clearly, I like bad movies or something, right? This next one I call the underperforming. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, okay. Blood Diamond. Yes. Or Shutter Island. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm also just saying underperforming for like his his highest movie is like Catch Me If You Can, which is like 96. Okay. So for Leo standards, un- underperforming. Okay. Some of these other movies would probably be happy to get these scores. Um, Blood Diamond and sorry, Shutter Island. Okay, I'm gonna go Shutter Island. It is Shutter Island. Sixty-eight Blood Diamond, sixty-three. Oh wow, okay, it's pretty low. It's low. Eh? Uh, these are my um rom coms. 
Crazy Stupid Love, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Hmm. Okay. Two, two pretty good movies. Crazy Stupid Love, definitely the more interconnected story and a, a fun reveal about how the stories are connected. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, just like a good journey with Jason Siegel, Mila Kunis, Kristen Bell, Russell Brand. Crazy Stupid Love. Forgetting Sarah Marshall, <laughs> 83%. Crazy Stupid Love, 79%. Wow. Got one more to redeem yourself. I hope so. Um, this is the end, which okay. you just watched. Yep. Or Anchorman. Ooh. That's a good one. Um, it's going to do Anchorman too, but that wasn't very close. I'm going to go Anchorman. Yes, this is the end you do. You did read over 83%. Yeah. Anchorman, 66. <gasps> oh my goodness. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Clearly, I got to look at these and like pick lower movies because that tends to be the ones I like. Okay. My last one is Woody Harrelson. Mm hmm. Zombieland or three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Missouri. My brain tells me three billboards, which makes me want to go the opposite, but I'll go with three billboards. Yes. Three billboards, three billboards, 90%. Zombieland, 89. Oh. So it's higher than close. I thought. Yeah. I you watched the second one of that, didn't you? I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. You and dad watched it. Yeah. Didn't look that good. No. No, Especially compared to the first one. Yeah, I loved the first one. All right, my last one. Last one. Mm. Artist biopics. Okay. Rocket Man. Yep. Or Elvis. Ooh. For some reason, I feel like Elvis isn't doing well, but so I'm going to go Rocket Man. Rocket Man is the right yeah. answer. 89 Rocket Man. Yeah. Elvis, 78. Oh, okay. Surprising for Baz. For, and also for a movie that. Austin Butler is getting all of the hype for yeah for Oscar. Such a good. And also, the one thing I've really heard is that someone said that Tom Hanks is distractingly bad. Oh, oh my goodness! Well, because then they also came out with like yesterday was Disney Plus Day. Oh, okay. When we're recording yesterday. Oh, right. Um, and Pinocchio came out, the mm -hmm. live action one, mm -hmm. and someone just said it was like lifeless. Wow. That the live action retelling. It's funny. I just listened to a podcast with him and I, f I found him very like I couldn't follow what he was saying. Like he would go off on these tangents. And I was like, for such someone of Hollywood that I've just always admired, what listened to him on a podcast. I was like, wow, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Like I would be like, I felt like Emma Stone in, um, you know, in Easy A. And he goes, oh, do you follow? And she goes, I got a little lost there, but I made it back. That's exactly how I felt listening to it. I was like, I have no idea what's going on right now. Like, I, yeah, he would just go off and talk about Paul Newman for like 15 minutes. Like, it was just, it was such an interesting, yeah, it's weird. You don't want to hear about Paul Newman for that long? Like, no. <laughs> I came to, you know, I wanted to hear about Tom Hanks. So, anyways. Or Chet, Chet Hanks. Chet. You ever heard of Chet Hanks? Yeah. His son who's. Thinks he's Jamaican. Well. Yeah. Kind of does. You got 10 out of 15. Oh, you got 8 out of 15. Okay. So it's not, it's not that bad. No, it felt a lot worse. Yeah, no, it was fine. Some of them were hard, and I tricked you with some of them. You did. So. And you, just, you still gave me it, though. Yeah, I gave it to you. Well, you said the right answer. Well, either one. Both, both of the right answers? Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, I guess that's everything. Case, got anything else? I got nothing else. I guess to be saved next week. Yeah. 
So I am watching The King on Netflix. Jack is watching Edge of Tomorrow, which I might actually watch too because it's one of those ones that I've always wanted to watch. And then we are doing, uh, it's just like TikTok movie questions. I think there's like 15 or 16 questions. Yeah, there's a, it's a movie tagged by a creator, Movies and Stuff 14. Yeah, he's fun. I liked him. He is very, he was the one that had the Pinocchio review. Oh, okay. Nice. I should probably watch him too. You would like him. Yeah. All right. Okay. And besides that, we will see you next time. Bye.